Do you like what you're hearing right now? Then be sure to check out VOC Nation. Whether it's on VOCNation.com or your favorite podcast provider, VOC Nation offers the greatest in live and on-demand content, great interviews, and incredible insight from those who have lived the business. Seven days a week, VOCNation.com. And don't forget to check us out on Twitter at VOCNation. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to WCW Retro. This is once again Howard Morgan filling in for Stro Maestro. Um, he continues to get better each and every day. Um, we just continue to pray for Stro that he would continue to get better and continue to um, his road to recovery and you know get get back with us you know just as soon as he's as he is able. I'm um, sure we miss you, buddy. We're all praying for you. We love you. Um, and I try to say each and every week, you know, we're just here keeping his feet warm until he, um, you know, he gets back and, and he's up to full strength and, you know, can, and can get back in. Um, but tonight we, we have a, a pretty jam-packed show. Um, if you want to call in and leave your comments, you can call in at 914-338-1885. Um, we're talking a, a lot of different things tonight. Um Chad should be joining us here just very, very shortly. Um, you know, I don't do this alone. Um, Chaz helps me out each and every week. Um, and he does have um, some people lined up. And I'm going to um, just um, jump right to the, the first caller here. 843, you're on WCW Retro. Hello? Yes. Get your car keys. Yeah. Just give them to me. When the guy out. Uh, we, we, we will try that again shortly. I, I do apologize. I'm still learning what buttons to push and um, and you know to to run this show. It's not terribly difficult, but it's it's not it's not easy, especially for a guy who's technology inept as I am. Um, you know, we will um, again be taking your calls here. You know, very very shortly. Um, and we do have, I believe, some guest callers lined up um, who will be calling in and um, talking us tonight. Um, we'll be talking to, to Chaz here and, and talk about his upcoming um, night to remember and um, his uh, show that he's got coming up. I believe tomorrow night. I believe, um, and he'll fill us in with all the all the details and and all of that stuff there. Um, I'll, I'll definitely bring it up to him. He was going to be like, really? Hello, 843, you're on WCW Retro. Yeah, we're leaving. Hello? Hello? I'm having a little little issue here, but um, I, I do promise we will get this all worked out. Again, the number is 914-338-1885. Um, and if you missed us on um, in the room on Tuesday, I, I talked a little bit about Brock Lesnar and his part-time schedule in WWE, and you know how I'm really not a fan of really any part-time wrestlers. I believe you know the, you know the wrestling business is, is you know should be a full-time thing. And I get it. Brock sells tickets, and, and he is a he has a name, and he is you know who he is, and he gets to call the shots. But you know, I'm just not a big fan of guys that are that are here um, 
part time. And, you know, I feel like I said, if you're going to be here, be here. Don't just show up for, you know, a couple of pay-per-views and, um, um, and, you know, and then disappear. And you kind of pick and choose when, you know, when you want to work and when you don't want to work. I, most of us do not have the ability to tell our boss that, you know, I'm only coming in, you know, four times a year, but you're going to pay me the, the same salary. I'm not taking a pay cut. You know, I'll show up when I feel like it. Excuse me, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll do what I want to do. Um, you know, that, you know, to me that just doesn't, you know, doesn't sit right with me. Um, but we talked a little bit about also um, the injury to Kevin Owens and what your guys' thoughts on what that might do to, you know, the upcoming, you know, pay-per-view of SummerSlam. Not sure the extent of his injury, you know, how long he's going to be out. Um, but we do wish him, you know, the, the best of luck in, in returning, um, you know, just, you know, as, as quickly as possible. Um, and getting back with Sami Zayn and hopefully continuing a a lengthy, you know, tag team run. Um, and, um, you know, I'm, I'm semi-excited for um, SummerSlam. There, there's not a lot of matches on there that, that I'm really looking forward to other than really I'm, I'm interested to see how Ricochet and Logan Paul kind of – you know, settle things, or, or is this just to be, you know, the tip of the iceberg, and we get to see them, you know, um, a lot more. You know, I I like Ricochet. I wasn't really sold on um, Logan Paul at, in much until the, you know, the the latter match that they had, the Money in the Bank. Um, I thought he did a great job there, and I thought it was a great way to kick things off with him um, and Ricochet and. Um, you know, I, I think that those two guys can have a, a great match together and a great program together, you know, if it's done right. I really like Ricochet. I think he's athletic. I think he's an up-and-comer. I think he deserves, you know, to be in the spotlight a little bit. Um, we'll have to see kind of how Logan Paul, you know, does against him, but I think that's going to be a, you know, a fantastic matchup. Um, but, you know, that was really the only one um, – that, you know, I could say that is a um, a match that I would have to, like, get home and see. Um, and, you know, just, you know, it's one of them ones that, you know, that I, want, that I don't want to miss. Um, so, um, you know, I, I do like that. I do like that matchup. But all the other matches on the card, I'm not really that, um, that interested in seeing. I mean, you know, the tribal combat or whatever we're calling it. Um, and, you know, I, I just not, I, I think I'm over that. Um, and, you know, I just, I don't feel like that's the, you know, the way to go, but I get it. They, you know, they need to settle it. They need to kind of, you know, bring this thing to an end, but it's just, you know, I, I just don't, I just don't see it happen and I don't see it you know, really sparking my interest, you know, if, if you will. Um, and I know, um, you know, another injury that we, you know, that we just heard about is, you know, Liv Morgan, you know, suffered another shoulder injury. Um, it seems like she really just came back. Now, from what I thought was a, a shoulder injury, I could be wrong. I'm not sure what the injury was before, but it feels like she just came back and she's out again. Um, and we hope, you know, a, a speedy recovery to her. She can kind of get back into action and, um, you know, get back in front of the crowd, you know, and doing what they love and um, really performing in front of everybody. 
Um, but, I, you know, I just think the last couple of weeks, you know, the whole wrestling world has, has kind of been a little flat. There hasn't been much excitement. There isn't a lot of buzz coming into these pay-per-views, and, and I don't know what the solution is to fix it, what what, what they need to do to – to get the interest back, to get the hype back, to to get again that excitement of oh you know there's uh, you know a SummerSlam you know you know coming up you know and it's just it's just not there that even the hype for WrestleMania and the Money in the Bank and you know the last couple of papers although they've had some decent matches on it they just haven't had that excitement you know from top to bottom but I do believe that if they put Ricochet and Logan Paul correctly probably nearer the end, like within the last three matches of, of that card, I believe that, you know, that could be a, a a real, you know, jolt to the crowd. And I believe that excitement that that match could potentially generate could carry the, the rest of the card. If they won fourth or fifth, I think there's seven or eight matches on there. Um, I, I just, I don't, I don't see – you know, any of these matches by themselves um, generating as much excitement as the Logan, at least to me, you know, and, and again, this is just my opinion, um, that and about $2.50 might get you a cup of coffee somewhere. Um, but, you know, Ricochet is really the big one. Um, I don't think there's really going to be any upsets to really, that we could say, oh, you know, it, I can't. I, I didn't see that coming. I think Gunther retains his title. Um, I, I don't see Drew McIntyre winning it yet. I believe the the story there will be in the in the chase to you know Drew McIntyre finally winning it at that maybe WrestleMania. Maybe they they take it uh, you know a couple of weeks or, or sorry a couple of months and and get it you know to WrestleMania and and then Drew McIntyre finally upsets Gunther. Um, which, you know, would be great for Drew McIntyre. I think it will be a nice resurgence to his career, um, and it would free up Gunther to now pursue a heavyweight championship, whether it's against whoever the the, the champions may be come, you know, WrestleMania. Um, you know, Roman Reigns and, and Jey Uso, whoever wins that, I, you know, I would be happy either way. I'd I wasn't a big Roman Reigns fan for a long time, and I'm not saying that I am a, a huge Roman Reigns fan now, but I believe that, you know, he he is, you know, very watchable. You know, he, he's, his promos are getting better and better, and I believe a lot of it has to do with working closely with Paul Heyman. I'm interested to see how long Solo um, Sokoa stays with um, Roman Reigns, you know, after SummerSlam. I like that whole family turmoil dynamic, and really that, I believe that that bloodline storyline, even when going way back to when Sami Zayn was in it and then on his way out, I believe carried SmackDown for for months and months. And I think it was really good television. I thought they were, you know, it made for compelling television. It made for watchable television. And I just don't know where Raw Monday Night Raw is kind of dropping the ball there. And it's Raw does not have the excitement that it had. It doesn't have the the wow factors that it had, um, you know. And you know, I, I think Raw needs to needs to kind of step it up a little bit. Um, not a big Charlotte Flair fan, although I mean I understand why she's there. 
but you know, I I don't I see Oscar still retaining her title. You know, so it'll be, it'll, it'll be interesting. I mean, the, you know, SummerSlam could go a lot of different ways, and you know, I, I, my least favorite match on on the entire card is Cody Rhodes and Brock. One, as I stated earlier, Brock being a a part time guy and really calling his shots and when he wants to show up and when he wants to work and doesn't want to work. Um, but I'm just not, I'm still not sold on Cody Rhodes. Um, I, I just can't, I can't get behind him. I can't, I'm having a hard time cheering for him. And I know, you know, he's got, um, you know, the Rhodes legacy and, you know, the whole quest to get, you know, a, a heavyweight championship in the, in the WWE you know, you know something. You know, his father never did, and get that. You know, achieve that part of the dream and cement a little bit more of the Rhodes legacy in the world of professional wrestling. I just, I can't. Nothing has really gotten me behind Cody Rhodes at this point. I, I don't know, and but I do believe that they could have done a lot better. You know, booking Cody Rhodes with you know some of the many many other talents that the WWE has. I don't know why they picked Brock Lesnar. It just seemed from the very start that it was just thrown together. And and I know ranting, but my rant is kind of carrying over from Tuesday night. Um, maybe I just can't let it go, and, you know, maybe I have to. Uh, you know, I just can't. Um, you know, I, I like Seth Rollins. I, I, I don't believe that um, um, Finn Balor is, is going to, to beat him for the – the World Heavyweight Championship. I think they're trying to work something where Damien has a title, and now you have Damien Priest who could potentially have a title, Rhea Ripley and Dominic, and I think the the drama there is Finn Balor being the odd man out, um, and then looking to you know and you know get him out of Judgment Day, you know, and or replace him either get him out altogether or um, to replace him. So I've I'm kind of going on a rant. Long enough. Let me jump into our uh, first caller here. Uh, area code two two four. You're on WCW Retro. Hello. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure what's going on. I don't know. If callers can hear me, and they can't. I can't hear them. Um, not sure what's going on tonight. It's kind of a weird night. Um, I got in late. I had a, a work dinner that I had to go to and I kind of rushed home at about 8.30, 8.35, and was kind of getting some thoughts together real quick. Um, and I don't know if it's maybe something I'm doing on the board, something that's not working quite like it should. But I apologize. Please bear with me as I, as I work through it. But, you know, I just – I think the the whole world of professional wrestling has just been kind of in a slump, you know, the last, I don't know, maybe a year, eight months maybe. Uh, and I just don't know what what to do that, or what they can do. I mean, I, I can't do anything. But, you know, what they can do to kind of right the ship or, you know, get, get this back on, on track – um, I don't follow a lot of AEW. Maybe I should. Um, 
you know, I do like a lot of the guys in AEW. You know, I'm a big MJF fan. I think he is very old school, you know, when it comes to, to pro wrestling. You know, I believe he he lives, breathes, and, and sleeps his gimmick, you know, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And that's kind of how it used to be, you know, back when I was growing up watching it. They, these guys were always kind of living living their gimmick, and they were who they were, whether the camera was rolling or not. You know, to me, Ric Flair, you know, was was always Ric Flair. You know, Nikita Koloff was, you know, at, in early in his career was always that evil Russian, you know, and Dusty Rhodes and Magnus K, the Midnight Express. You know, Jim Cornette to me was always, you know, a spoiled rich kid who, you know, who spent, you know, his mommy's money, you know, and, and they kind of lived that, you know, everywhere they went. And I think that's what's missing in in the world of professional wrestling now, that, that there's no – um, no, I don't want to say passion because I believe there's guys out there that are passionate about what they do. Don't, don't get me wrong, but I, I believe that there's no there's no storyline there. There's no um, like passion for these guys and and drive to to make it right. Rapoy, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. There we go. I'm trying to but I'm here. No, I had a couple people on earlier, and I couldn't, I couldn't really hear them, and I wasn't sure if it was I was doing something wrong, or, you know, if, you know, if maybe they couldn't hear me, you know, I, I really don't know, but, you know, I, you know, I'm still kind of learning all of this, and I probably should be a little bit better at it than I am now, but right, I'm just right. not you know, doing the best that I can. You're, you're doing a you good know, job. Put it that way. I'm trying, and I'm trying. So, what are your thoughts on the, the the sport of professional wrestling as a whole? And I mentioned earlier, it's been a little flat, like the last eight months, maybe nine months. There just doesn't seem to be a lot of excitement rolling into these pay-per-views. I mean, what are your thoughts? Look at this way: there's there, there's some 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 wrestlers that that are fun to watch, but not all of them like they used to be. Okay. Right. I give you, I give, I give you one guy, okay? One guy, okay? Boy, you got small balls, the Miz, okay? What did he done lately? No, just have his talk show and that's it. Or in a ring, and all of a sudden he gets punched down below. Come on, get get over right. it. Right. You know, that's I, one guy right there. Oh, oh. He used to be real good. He used to be real good, but he he just went down flat, big time. I got you. Hold 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 that thought one second. Hold on one second. Hey Chaz, you there, brother? I am. Oh, perfect. I I was getting a complex. I thought it was me. I, I think I had some kind of bugs to work out, but I'm glad everybody is is able to call in and hear me. I wasn't sure what yeah, was going on earlier, we're all but good, uh, we're all good, Howard. In fact, uh, you have the Distinct pleasure and honor right now to talk to the one and only Soraya Knight. Oh, no, 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 no. And Rat Boy, I'm going to tell you right now, you better mind your manners because you know what? All I control on her is her bookings. She will take you from pillar to post. I don't care because, because it, it's trying to pay her back. Because, because I didn't like what she told me. 
independent show, and, and I love that, you know, you guys kind of put yourself out there, you know, not not just, you know, you know, from, from bell to bell, you know, from when the gates, you know, the doors open to watch the, the show, but before that, where you take time to interact with the fans and, and kind of get out, you know, get out there and, and meet the people and, you know, shake hands, take pictures, you know, whatever it is you're doing, you know, and I think that makes it, you know, more on a, on a personal level. And I've seen a couple really good independent shows and, you know, I, and I, you know, I've told people this before, I would much rather go to an independent show than a, you know, than a live brawl or, you know, a live SmackDown because you're there when, when you're, and I'm not this, I'm not, bashing WWE or AEW or whatever, but when you go there, you're just one of 20,000. You're one of 15,000 people. When you go to these independent shows, you are, you know, a, a person, you know, that can get up close and personal with these with these entertainers, the, the men and women that are there, the wrestlers that are there, and and get to know them, get to talk to them, like I said, get your pictures taken with them, and really interact with them, which you really don't get to do, you know, on the bigger shows. And they're and, – you can't beat the price. I mean, you know, dollar for dollar, it, it it is you know one of the best things going. So I encourage you if you're out in the Chicago area, if you're if you can get to that, if you're within a couple hour drive, I would encourage everybody to to get there. Um, and Chaz will be back to give us the details. But it's a night to remember um, in Tinsley Park, right outside of Chicago. Um, it, you will not be disappointed. Um, but until um, Chaz gets back. Mike, give, give us a little bit of history of, on yourself, you know, how you got into the business and, and you know, kind of the, the people you've met, maybe memorable wrestlers that, that, that you've had the, the privilege of wrestling and maybe, your, you know, maybe your favorite match and or wrestler that you've, that you've gone up against. Well, um, I've, I've been wrestling since 1994. I've been in the business a while, uh, going on my 29th year. Um, I'm from down in South Louisiana, down in New Orleans area, um, and my, my wrestling name is Mustang Mike. A lot of people know me as the, the leader of the Boom Nation. And uh, like I said, I, I wrestle a lot down in the southern states, you know, Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi area, but I've been as far up to, to New York, been out to California, been to Los, Angeles, uh, Las Vegas, you know, the, the east and west coast. And uh, this is a great great thing. I've actually never been to the Midwest up here and wrestled up here in Chicago, so I'm looking forward to it. But down south, we, ha we have a big federation, Gulf, Gulf State Wrestling down there, um, which is I'm the, the help to promote that uh, organization down there. We get some, some big events. So if you're out there, look up Gulf State Wrestling if you're down in the south. But like I said, uh, I've been doing this a long time. I've, I've won the NWA North American Championship. I've won the NWA National Heavyweight Championship along with uh, several other, you know, titles all over the, the country, the United States Championship. Um, so along with a lot of other local and uh, regional championships. But like I said, this is a big event tomorrow night for, for one main reason. Um, Chaz called me up and got me booked in for a shot at the North American Championship uh, against your boy Mason Perks, and uh, we're looking forward to tearing the house down tomorrow night. And uh, you know, people can look me up if they're out there on Facebook. Look up Mustang Mike on Instagram, Mustang Mike Boom. Um, you know, Google what I've I've done over the years, and you know, it's not all about me. I appreciate you asking, but I mean, there's such talent on this car. You have Camille, the NWA women's champion going up against Soraya Knight that he just mentioned. I mean, you're going to have, you know, legends in our business 
uh, Baby Doll is going to be there, the former manager back in, you know, all the WCW days and everything. We're going to be managing Samantha Starr in her big match uh, against uh, Stacey Shadows. You know, it, it's going to be a hell of a card. You're going to have Greg Anthony, the AIWF World Heavyweight Champion on the card. So it's so so many stacked things. I could go on and on and on. But if you can't beat the price for $20, you better come there. See a great show. Get the interaction with the with the wrestlers themselves for a fraction of the cost on what you're going to pay to go to the big events. So, like I said, we just want everybody to come out, and we appreciate you spreading it for us. But like I said, you talk about the the you know the legit independent wrestling federation. This is at the top of the list right here. You know, I mean, uh, they're they're global. You know, their home base is out of England, and uh, the WAW is is moving up and to partner up there with bringing in the NWA Women's Champion, that's, that's a big deal. No, it, it definitely is. And, you know, you guys are definitely, you know, making waves, you know, in, in the world of professional wrestling. And, you know, we do appreciate, you know, everything that you do, you know, each and every night to, to really entertain us, you know. And I said it before, you know, you, you have men and women that are literally putting their – their 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 bodies on the line, you know, each and every night to essentially, you know, at the end of the day to, to entertain us, to send us home with, wow, that was a really good show. And, again, I would encourage anybody, you know, that's close to, you know, to get out there and, and you know, support these shows and go see what they're about. Maybe you've never been to one. I tell you what, you know, if you've never been to one, you know, you'll want to go back to each and every time, you know, they're in your area. Um, I know we have one up here in North Jersey that, you know, that, I I went to um, I think it was back in May I think it was and you know and I can't wait you know for their next show you know my 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 host for in the room where you know being inducted at their next show into the ECW ECWA um, Hall of Fame so that's a really big deal for him and congratulations to him for that but you know I I really do you know I'm starting to, to to fall in love with the with the independence because it takes me back to, you know, the the old territory days, you know, when, when promotions were smaller and, you know, they ran smaller shows and, you know, it, you, you guys have that kind of kind of throwback feel to your shows and and that's what that's what I miss in I think today's product is that that old that old time feeling, you know, to pro wrestling that you know that where it seemed like there was a little more interaction and it was a little more personal where, you know, when even Ric Flair or Terry Funk or Dusty Rhodes delivered a promo, it felt like he was talking or they were talking directly to you or me, you know, through the TV. Um, and that's how, that's how these independent, these quality independent shows feel. They make you part of it. They get you engrossed in what's going on. Um, and, you know, there's, there's nothing better than, than going to an independent show knowing that you, you know, you spent, you know, like you said, a fraction of the cost, and you've probably gotten a show that's that's every bit as good, if not better, than a Raw or a SmackDown or or, or an AEW Collision or one of the bigger the bigger I boys shows. But you know, can, can I jump in as well as Brad Boy? Tony Khan is going to look at the is look at the pictures of this show tomorrow, and he's going to lose his mind. Because I got three <laughs> of the good. Production as he got. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can you hear me? Good. I'm glad. Impact Wrestling. I'm gonna blow them out of the water. Absolutely. 
That's why I got no doubt in my mind. I'm running tomorrow night, bro. Nothing indie about it. <laughs> but I love Absolutely. The Thank you. Now I'm going to shut up and keep driving. So you guys have at it. Hey. <laughs> Anybody hear me? Yo. Yeah, who's this? Anybody say. hear me? Yes. This is the sinister minister of fear, and you're not. Oh, no, Mr. Sinister Minister. I'm yeah, in is, years. I hear you. Oh, my God, on the phone. Who's got the pleasure of talking to a Hall of Fame? Hello. Who do we got here? We got the legendary rap boy. I met you a long time ago. All right, brother. Well, I'm still hanging and banging, man. You guys ready for tomorrow night? Absolutely. Uh, I'm, yeah, absolutely, but we won't be there. Go on it. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry I'm joining a little late. You know, I'm uh, I, I'm every now and then, you know, but I, I just got the word to call in, and I was just out at the convention center saying hello to the crew and shaking everybody's hand and, I made uh, my return to the ring last week at a at a show, and I I lit some kid up, and I'm really looking forward to tomorrow night. I'm telling you, I'm stoked about this, and this is going to be one big wrestling event. Absolutely, yeah. That, and, and I said, you know, if you go, you will, you will not be disappointed. Absolutely not. Absolutely. You're, you're exactly right. Mr. Minister, can you hear me there? Yes, I can. You got Mustang Mike on the other line whoa, here. So, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Michael, how are you? I am good, sir. I, I, uh, I'm looking forward to facing your, uh, your, uh, your guy there tomorrow night. I've heard some great things about him. And uh, normally uh, the opponent that I'm going to wrestle, I normally don't uh, try to talk too well about. But I tell you what, I, I know your history and I know – when you have somebody under your wing that he's a quality opponent, and that's at, at my age and my career, I'm looking for quality opponents and for such a title that we're going to wrestle for tomorrow night. Um, I, I look forward to the match with him, but I know you know as well as I do I'm going to be coming 100% to, to beat him. I expect nothing less from you, Michael, and I know I followed your career. We're cut from the same cloth. December 7th, I'll be 69 years young, traveled a lot of the same roads you have, learned my trade from Dick the Bruiser and Moose Sherlock, and I'm tutoring, tut being the tutor for this young fella, Mason Perks. And uh, all kidding aside, I know you guys are going to give a hell of a match. I've told them a few things, and we're going to see what happens. And, uh, you know, I got a few tricks up my sleeve, Mike, but it's going to be an honor to share the ring with you to share the card with this great with this great uh, uh, roster we got, and I can't wait, man. I, I'm, I'm I do I do as well. I mean, like I said, as much as I respect what you've done in the business, you're on the other side of the ring against me. So tomorrow we can we can shake hands afterwards, no matter what the outcome is. But tomorrow night we uh, we got a, we both got a job to do. Absolutely, Michael. Guys like me and you, we travel the by roads, the high roads, the low roads, the in between roads. We've done it all, seen it all. It's up to us to pass it on. But you still got something left, and I got a hell of a lot left. And after the match, we will shake hands and we'll tip a beer together, brother. There you go. 
I, I was telling him that I tell him that match we have tomorrow night, too, but they got so many other quality matches on the card tomorrow night. The people need to come out and see. Right on. Yeah, Jeff. Do we have a chance on the run, I guess, huh? I just had me a nice meal, and I got a date with a few 35-pound dumbbells, and then I'm going to watch a little TV and get ready to jump on my Harley-Davidson to meet the parade at Chi-Town Harley. We're going to roar into the Tinley Park Convention Center, as only the sinister minister can with his crew, and I'm looking forward to seeing everybody, all the fans, Come on out, enjoy a great night of pro wrestling. We're going to blow the roof off the Tinley Park Convention Center. Vaya con Dios, my brothers. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you so much. Taz, you still with us? Yeah, I'm still here. I just uh, kind of sat back and listened a little bit to uh, to the Mutual Admiration Society. So it's all good. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Give us give us the rundown real quick uh, for your card tomorrow night for those that you know may not have may not have heard yet. Absolutely, we are opening up with uh, two up and comers from the Chicago area. Both of them have had experience on the NWA TV tapings. Uh, Cole Laksamana takes on Moondog Murray. We also have Miles Mercer against Marco Cordova. We have the Yellow Jacket versus Bull Bronson in a match from Memphis. We have a 10-man Chi-Town Invitational Battle Royal. The AIWF World Heavyweight title will be contested between Golden Boy Greg Anthony as he defends his title against Scott Spade with Mistress Misery. The WAW British Commonwealth title is vacant right now and will be decided in a match between Thomas Latimer and Brutus Owen Wesker, better known as Bow. The WAW North American Women's title will be contested, as it is vacant, between Stacey Shadows, the Midwest Slayer, and Samantha Starr with her mother Baby Doll in her corner. The North American Men's title, as we've heard a couple minutes ago, will be uh, decided as Mustang Mike takes down Mason Burks with the Sinister Minister in his corner. Sinister Minister will also be managing Bow. Uh, the WAW North American Tag Team titles will be decided, as we have the House of Pain from New York taking on BMI uh, from Michigan with Joey Roth and Roxy Hart. And in the main event, for the oldest women's title in existence, the National Wrestling Alliance World Women's Championship will be on the line as Camille defends against the one and only queen of British wrestling, Soraya Knight, with yours truly in her corner. And, you know, I'm, I'm not one for a, a lot of talk, but I will say this, Camille, you, my lovely, are going to be in for the fight of your life. Soraya Knight's coming for that belt. She's got a place in her luggage all ready to take it back to England. So bring your A game because you're going to need it. Wow. So I, 
I think I lost track. Well, you have about about eleven matches. Is that what I counted real quick? On one card. Nine wow. the Battle Royal. We're gonna start it we're gonna start the festivities off at six thirty with the national anthems. Uh Ricky Knight will be honored on team for his contributions to not only the world of professional wrestling, but WAW as well. He's the very first inductee into the WAW North America Hall of Fame. And then it's rock and roll time. We are going fist and fire from match one to match nine. And we are gonna be done probably by 10.15 Central Time at night. So it's going to be a very, very action-packed card. No playing around, no downtime, no useless promos, none of that nonsense. A good night of wow. professional wrestling. Sounds great. No, it sounds like, like, a, like a fantastic night of professional wrestling. And like I said, if you're in the area, please make it, you know, an attempt to get out there and, and take it all in. For those Howard that cannot be in attendance live, for the people that cannot be in attendance live, the entire card, all the festivities will be filmed. Uh, we will have an actual, we will have the card filmed, announced, edited, mixed, and it will be available through the World Association of Wrestling's on-demand channel. Uh, we haven't set the price yet. Typically, it's going to be, it'll probably be around uh, between 12 and 15 pounds, which is anywhere between 17 and 20 hours. So people around the world wow. will be able to miss cool. what we're going to have live tomorrow. So you're telling me you can watch this live for $20, give or take? No, you'll watch it, you'll watch it on demand. It won't be a live stream. On demand. You'll watch on it demand. on demand okay. a couple days later. Still, a, an incredible value of twenty dollars on demand for a, a show of that magnitude. I, I you know, I, I can't be there, but I, but I will get it. But I will get it on demand, and I will watch it. You know, and and again, you know, you know, we will talk about this again. You know, on a, on another upcoming show, because I think there's a lot of excitement there. You know, you oh, have yeah, a, you have a, a lot of going on. We've got an increase from a number of our fans uh, overseas in Norwich and in the surrounding cities in England, as well as some uh, some buzz from other parts of Europe, from Japan. I had some friends of mine, um, one of which has been around forever. He used to work, he used to work for uh, for Baba and for Inoki. His name is uh, uh, Fuji-san. Toruki Fuji was asking how he nice. could see the show. So we're definitely going to have a worldwide presence with, this, uh, with the uh, broadcast of this fine, fine wrestling event. Wow, that, that, can I that's say awesome. Something? Can I say something? These sure, are the only place. These are the only place you can see these independent wrestlers. You know, you gotta go out there and support them. They will give you free autographs or whatever. You know, what I'm saying you could be side by side with them. You know, I used to do that in a day. You know, what I'm saying what? Yeah, I shook Hulk Hogan's hand. You know, I, I shook up uh, Al Snow's hand. Come on. These are the only people you interact with the people, you know, the wrestlers and all. That's oh, not, I get you. You know what I'm saying? I've been there. I I, I've done that. I understand. Hey, no, absolutely. Hey, Chaz. Hey, oh, good. Hey, Chaz. Yes, sir. 
Hey, Mustang Mike here. I'm tuned tuned back in here for a minute. I I heard uh, I seen you heard a little bit about me and the sinister minister talking about tomorrow night. And what's that old saying? You keep your friends your friends close and your enemies closer. So uh, I I've been around a little bit long enough to know uh, to know what he's got up his sleeve tomorrow night. So I believe well, I will I will be ready. We've been on the same side of the ring. We've been on opposite sides of the ring over the course of the last 10 years. Well, That's one right. thing that we need to realize, this North American Heavyweight Championship holds a special place for you because you were the last known NWA North American champion. Well, a lot of people might not know the whole story, but I tell you what, I appreciate the WAW giving me this opportunity after five long years of me waiting for it. And uh, tomorrow night, I'm not going to let the people down. I can promise you that. Uh, we, we, we expect nothing from, nothing nothing else from the Boom Nation but exactly what you're talking about, brother. Well, we got a lot of people uh, that follow follow what I do across the country, especially down in Louisiana. And, uh, like I said, Gulf State Wrestling, we already talked about some opportunities for us to work together with the WAW. The WAW is, is huge, and uh, it's a privilege to be here there tomorrow night. And uh, and I know you got a lot going on. I'm going to sign off, and I'll be see you all tomorrow, and I will be ready. All right, Mike. Look forward to it. Hey, Thank uh, you, Mike. Appreciate your time, brother. Howard, I'll tell you what, it's not, often, it's not often that a podcast gets an ensemble of the kind of talent that we just brought on. I mean, you had Mustang Mike, the Sinister Minister, Soraya Knight, myself. I mean, it's a it's a wide range of worldwide talent. And, you know, I'm, I'm happy that we were able to, to bring people together tonight because – one of the people that we're actually going to really miss tomorrow uh, is Papa Stroh himself. His rock was scheduled to appear tomorrow, and because of his health issues and his recovery and whatnot, he's not going to be able to be here with us. But he's here in spirit. No, absolutely. That's what I was just going to say. I, I know I know Stroh was supposed to be there, and I know that if he could literally drag himself there, he would be there because that's the kind of guy that he is. Um and unfortunately, yep. he couldn't. And those of you that don't know, you know, when, when all of this happened, and, and I hope I'm not overstepping, you know, my bounds, I, and I and no, I Chad will back me up, that he, you know, he apologized in, 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 the, in the state that he was in. At, you know, listen, he, he was near death. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to miss words. He was near death and yet took the time to call Chaz and apologize for not being able to make this show. Yeah, and I, I told him flat out not to worry that between you and I, we would keep the uh, keep the seats warm, so to speak, and take care of things on, on his end until he's ready to come back and, and make this show his again. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. And, and we say it all the time, we are just keeping the seat warm until until he gets back, you know, whenever he decides it's time for him to come back. Because um, I believe he will be back. I, you know, it's just a matter of time. It's, it's not easy to recover, you know, some of the things, the health issues that he went through. He is getting better, he's getting stronger, and he's got, you know, he's got a little bit of a road ahead of him, so we need to continue to pray for him, and, you know, and, and, you know, and and hopefully, you know, he gets back here sooner than later. But, you know, I'm happy, I'm happy, though, you know, all these guys called in, you know, and, 
You know, again, I said earlier, it takes you back to my childhood, you know, the, the feel of the shows and, and, the, and the buzz that, that you're creating around, you know, your show and, and what's going on, you know. It, it really is a, a good thing. And I was just talking to you, you know, before all the calls started going in. The one thing I want to continue to impress is the production of this show has been a team effort. It's not any one person that is making this into the event that it is. It's been a, it's been a real team effort. And I'm very humbled and very proud to be a part of that team. No, absolutely. You know, and, and it, it does. It takes everybody, you know, you know, being quote unquote sold out for for that show. And it takes a lot of dedication, as you know. I mean, we talk. It's it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of effort. It takes a lot of energy. Um, you know, to put this together, and I thank everybody who, you know, who's on the card, who's taking the time to go there, whether they're on the card performing, whether they're buying a ticket to see the show, that you know, the the vendors are going to be there, whatever it is, that you know, the facility itself, all those people who took all of that working together, you know, to, to get the show to where it is, and it does take me back to, to an old-timey feel, and, you know, I, I'm more excited about watching this on demand, honestly, than I am about watching SummerSlam coming up. And, that's, and that was my my biggest pet peeve when I started this this, this evening was, you know, the, the world of professional wrestling, you know, it, it, on the on the bigger, you know, stages, it, it's just flat. There's there's no excitement there. There's nothing there to to draw me in, you know, weekend where, where I got to rush home and, and watch it or – even, you know, when I was a kid watching these, you know, whether it's SummerSlam or Survivor Series or WrestleMania, I had to be home at a certain time to to watch it because I wanted to watch it. I didn't want to watch it taped. I didn't want to watch it later. I wanted to watch it then and now. I wanted to be in the moment. And, you know, when you go to these quality shows like Chaz is, you know, putting on, and not just Chaz, but, I mean, he, he's, to me, you, you, you know, you're at the face of the company, at least in my eyes. No, you know, absolutely not. This is, a dumb, this is the World Association of Wrestling show. The face of the company is Rick. I am but the humble so, servant happy to do my part. Let's make no sorry, mistake. There's, about there's a buzz about it. There's, there's an excitement for me to, to watch. As soon as it comes out, I, like, I want to see it. I, I want to be, you know, as much of a part of it, as, you know, as I can, you know, and, and, and I will sit and watch it, you know, as soon as it becomes available. You know, I, I wish I could could be in the Chicago area, and I, and I tried to work my schedule around where I could be. I just I couldn't make it work, um, or, or I would have been there, you know, live in person. Not a problem. No, but there is a buzz. Like I said, you'll and, be able to be And I am excited. I'm excited, too. You know, I'm excited. I don't care who wins and who loses, you know, uh, at least I can see it. Put it that way. Well, I care yeah, wins. Here's the deal, Chris. When Soraya Knight wins, Chaz Moretti will have the distinct pleasure of stating that I manage and I am the exclusive North American agent for the new NWA World Women's Champion, Soraya Knight. And that's going to happen. Can, can I say again here? Yeah, go ahead. Sorry? Who we got? This is uh, Steven. Uh, I was just wondering, Chad, how did you first start working with uh, Sweet Soraya? Just give it the oh, history. Well, when I first started out in the business, Steve, I was working for a promotion called Paul Entertainment from Chicago, and 
Um, my trainer and promoter was Jim Blaze, and uh, I had gotten a pretty good uh, feel for managing female talent, managing in general, and he had stated that uh, he had made a deal with Soraya Knight to come in and wrestle at Powell Entertainment. He said she needs a manager. She needs somebody to control her bookings because you're not going to control her. And that's the God's honest truth. There's no controlling Soraya Knight. She does what she wants to do. I just control her bookings. So uh, we hit it off famously, and we kept in contact over the next 10 years. And, uh, kept in contact with Ricky Knight. Ricky offered me an opportunity to work Fight Mare last year, Fight Mare 4. And, you know, one of the things, if you take a look at the history of Fight Mare, I am the only American manager to ever work Fight Mare. And I'm very proud of that fact. No other American managers ever worked from Fight Mare 1 through 4. I did. So I'm very proud of that fact. And as a result, as a result of my professionalism, Ricky Knight has entrusted me to um, to bring the very first WAW show to North America. And I'm not going to let the cat out of the bag, but there is a major announcement that I'll be making tomorrow night um, regarding that, regarding my future. So I'm very proud. Yeah. That, that's exciting. Is, is Soraya still with us, or did she have to go? No, she's there. No, I'm here. Soraya. Can, can, we hear, can we hear your thoughts on, on tomorrow night's show? Yes, please. Your thoughts on tomorrow My thoughts on tomorrow night's show. Um, I'm actually quite proud of my company being portrayed in the way that it is. So I'm looking forward to, to the matches and the talent and the feel of it and see if they can handle me. Because, uh, I mean, after all, it's, it's the family company is invaded in America, and I'm, I'm quite excited. It should be, it should be good. And uh, well, we're, we're happy to have you. I know Chaz is happy to have you, you know, and, you know, we wish everybody, you know, the best of luck and, you know, on, on a great show. And, you know, I'm, can I I'm excited. You know. Go ahead. I got I, I got a question for Soraya. Well, hurry it up. Uh, All right, Soraya, I met you back in, in Queens, New York, back in the day. I was the guy in the red and yellow, and you told me to get lost or something. But and I, I probably did. I probably did. <laughs> I've done it before. You did, but but I got a good question. Okay, what is the life being on the road and flying around? The world. What's that? What's it like being on the road and flying around the world? Um, well, there's two sides to every coin. I mean, it's exhausting and I do a lot of stuff on my bucket list because um, I'm a bit of an adrenaline junkie. So um, I love traveling the world and I'd be a liar if I said I didn't. And I've been to every single part of it. So I've been, I've been very lucky. But on the same instance, I've done it alone. So um, I've got very used to being able to travel on my own and look after myself and make sure that, um, that I keep my head down and, and just, just keep going because you don't know the laws of the land until you actually land in it. So you have to learn very quickly to watch your 360 and, and just enjoy the moment. That's right, because you, because you never say never. You never say never. No, you'd be disappointed way. if you said no. <laughs> can I uh, can I chip in here? Um, 
Uh, Go ahead, Steve. I had the uh, I had the pleasure of meeting uh, uh, your daughter Soraya Page uh, at a convention years ago. So it's good to have you on the line as well. On the, the oh, thank you. Did you make you feel okay? Uh, right? <laughs> uh, she wouldn't headlock me, which is which is fine. But we talked about Bull Nakano. And that was pretty cool. We talked about her working in Japan and, and doing that uh, piece from the East show. And it was, so it was pretty neat. With you. It, yeah, yeah. We 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 had a, a nice uh, Q and A that she did, and and she took the time to talk about Bull and and working in Japan and whatnot. So that was great. Um, but uh, yeah, I've met a students of Billy Robinson, uh, like Jake Shannon, Josh Barnett. I was wondering if you ever met Marty Jones or Rory Wood. Yes, uh, Marty Jones. Um, I've I, done the circuit with him. Um, I've, I've been around a long time, and I was I was about in the times of Marty Jones. <laughs> and I've been in the other side of the ring to him as well. Um, so, yeah, no. I'm, I'm very good friends with, with Marty. And what was the other name you said? Uh, Roy Wood from the Snake Pit. He's the guy that took over for uh, Billy Riley. No, my husband possibly, but um, no. I, I I can tell you stories about Marty Jones, uh, but oh, I, yeah. I can't tell you a single one about the about Roy. So I I love uh, uh, William Regal, and he's a student at Marty Jones, obviously. So it was great to see students of Billy Robinson at these uh, catch wrestling camps I've been to, like uh, Jake Shannon. Scientific Wrestling and Josh Barnett, so it, it's cool seeing Marty Jones on Facebook popping in on the streams that I catch. And, um, I've actually seen, uh, changing subjects, I've seen Camille and Tom Latimer work just from kind of doing local security, so I'm definitely looking forward to that match with uh, Camille coming up. I'm, I'm looking forward to it because I'm, I'm, in a, I'm in a situation, and I've got to be realistic, I'm 51 years old, so, you know, I'm, I'm not in my prime, but... Mentally, physically, um, I'm I'm a bitch. So um, I, I know my way around a wrestling, and, if, and she's she's going to have to step up because if she's going to beat me, she's going to have to give it her best shot. And I'm I'm being dead serious about that. I'm old school, but I'm, I'm under no I'm no I'm under no illusions. So I'm going to go in there and I'm going to enjoy myself, cause absolute chaos, have the time of my life doing it, and hopefully give them a, a match that they've never seen before because. Um, I'm not for the faint-hearted, I'm afraid. <laughs> well, that, 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 that's, that's, that's awesome, you know, and, 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 and I, I still love your passion, you know, and your, your, your zest for the business. Um, in, in all of your years, who would you say was your probably your toughest opponent that you've gone up against? Good question. Toughest. That is a good one because I've, I've been up against real tough women and real tough men. Um, I have my favorites, um, like obviously my family. Sorry, uh, my family, because we we tend to beat the shit out of each other. Um, But I've enjoyed (laughs) working the circuit with, um, like I love working the fist though. Um, You know, she's tough. Um, Queen Maya is one of the toughest women I've ever stepped in the ring with, legit. yeah, I've, I, I, I wrestled Cassandro, and, and that was something different, and he was also like a favorite. So I've been in the job 33 years, and um, nine times out of ten, the people that I step in the ring with already know that I'm an absolute arsehole. 
Um, and they tended to give me too much respect in the beginning of the match. So, so it is quite difficult for me to tell you which is my, my favourite opponent or my toughest opponent. Um, yeah, to pinpoint, it would be really difficult. I, like me and my daughter, there was one time where um, I, I, what did I do? Oh, I gave her a black eye on Christmas Eve and then she broke my nose on Boxing Day for a seat. So, um, <laughs> you know, me, me and Soraya have had, have had quite a few battles. And also her older sister, Nikki, um, my, my eldest daughter. Of course, she's a maniac. <laughs> I, I remember one time the, the reference ran backstage to my husband to say he kicked off between his, his missus and his daughter. And we were having a blast. We were smashing each other to pieces, and we were just having a blast. But they thought it kicked off. So, uh, yeah, I'd probably say my family's my favourite. Um, the toughest. I don't know. There's like, many people that stood up to. Me. No, that's that, I, I got a good question. I got a good question. Okay. okay. If you were, if you were picked to go to the WWE or the AEW, well, who would be your first opponent? Well, out of the two of them, is that alive or dead? Alive. Well, can it be either? Has, it has to be alive. Yeah, well, I've got to say my daughter, because um, it's going to be and I thought the opportunity of me ever wrestling her again was zero. And now that she's back in the ring, the opportunity is always there for me to be able to get in the ring, either alongside or against. So, without without any shadow of a doubt, it's, it's my daughter. Okay. Uh, I had a you were going to say your daughter. Because I'd love to see a daughter and mother match. You know, that would, be, that would be a great match. Um, well, I don't know, I can't remember her wrestling name, but Nina Finney. Oh, yes, uh, Nia Jax. Nia Jax, so I'd like to wrestle her. Mm-hmm. I'd like to wrestle Steve, what do you got? I'll tell you, Mitch, I'd like yeah. to see that I already saw Shimmer many years ago. Is Soraya Knight and Ruby Soho. Oh, yeah, we go. Yeah, that'd be good. Um, yeah, I want to see the I wanted to, I, I did enjoy meeting uh, Ruby Soho as well. She's she's an awesome lady. But um, another question I had was, what, what were your thoughts on the documentary on the Knight family and the uh, the biopic that Dwayne Johnson uh, produced? The differences between the documentary and the biopic. Is that the difference between the movie and the documentary? No, yeah, between the documentary and the movie. Um, the documentary. Uh, there was a guy called Max Fisher. That, that done it, and he was very much embroiled into the family. So the, the documentary was 100% true, 100% true to life. Um, but then you've got to add a little piece of Hollywood for the film. And there was a couple of things that was completely wrong. My son never smacked, never beat up Sarah. Zach never beat up Sarah. And think about it. If she was signed to the WWE, do you think they'd let her come home to wrestle in a, in a two-bob oh, two promotion? You know, go, oh, you know, like she signed, but you can go, you can go home to some little social club in the, in, the, in the middle of the sticks and wrestle your brother to get your ass handed to you on a plate. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, like realistically, that's not going to happen. So I, I hope the the true fans of wrestling and, and everything would just realise that there is some facts that they know for a fact would have, that would never happen. And I, I didn't like that that part of it where 
um, Jack was portrayed as disrespecting Soraya, because that never happened at all. Um, so, you know, there was, there was a couple of bits in it that, uh, like, in the wrong order as well. Um, Soraya went out there with blonde hair and, and uh, to her trial. It was, she never went to America with blonde hair. She went to her trial with blonde hair. And then um, it was like, nah, you go with yourself or not at all. You're a council house girl. You're an old-fashioned girl. You've been brought up old school rules. You go there and they take you as you are or not at all. And she went in there as, as, as herself and got signed straight away. So, you know, there was little, there was little differences, but I say it's about 85%. The thing around the meal with the Chinese was very real. Um, Stephen Merchant did come to our house um, and sit there eating Chinese food with us. Uh, there was a lot that was very, very real. And, it, and if you watched the end of the movie, you would have seen my family and the representations. You saw us at the airport, like legit. Every, you know, it kind of backed up the movie, the, the valid points. Well, I appreciate getting your side of, of the story as well. Uh, difference of that well, one, thing I, one thing I wanted to add to all this is, um, you know, we enjoy meeting people at conventions and comic cons and meet and greets and whatnot. But it's even it's even more interesting and cool when you're sitting in a movie theater well, yeah. watching trailers, waiting for the movie to start. While you're texting on Facebook Messenger with the people that are actually in the movie, watching the folks <laughs> sitting in the seats next to you, dumbfounded because they can't believe you've got them on the phone. That happened to me. Good. Wow. That was awesome. Uh, <laughs> Chaz, I, I, I'd like to comment briefly. Uh, I really liked uh, Florence Pugh. She was great in the movie, and I, I really liked her performance in Oppenheimer as well. She was in that. And well, she was an unknown, and Stephen Merchant was adamant that he wanted to go, that he wanted her, because she was, um, she was just breaking out to the circuit, and Stephen saw something in her. And then she done fighting with my family, and then exploded into the scene. So now Florence Pugh is a, is a household name, but nobody knew who she was before fighting with my family. So it's a very cool um, a, a position to be in, to know that Florence is such a good representation of my daughter, that it took her further on to appear in some absolutely fantastic uh, performances. I mean, she is she's an amazing, amazing actress. I absolutely adored her in Midsummer, and I even argue with Josh Burnett about how much so I liked her in Midsummer. <laughs> one clip that I saw that was very cool, Steve, was a clip of the first time that Florence actually met Soraya. And I mean, the look on Florence's face when Soraya came from around the curtain to meet her, uh, that's priceless. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Wow. Um, well, yeah. uh, um, I did a thing oh. where I went to the movie theater. Um, I put my baseball cap on and went to the movie theater um, with the, the family because um, I felt a little bit like un under pressure. Because um, I, I went there in a, in a ball gown and, and, and heels because I had to do the representation by the end of it. The shoes were off, the baseball cap is on, and I was, I was in with Michelle. Uh, but it's very surreal to be in a movie theater with so many people watching um, watching a film about your family. Because it still seems very surreal. It doesn't feel, doesn't feel right when people go, oh, you've had a Hollywood movie made about you. Uh-huh. <laughs> it still feels very <laughs> surreal. Especially when they go, but it was made by The Rock. Right. Uh-huh. Yep, still can't get me head around it. 
Yeah, I think Dwayne Johnson. I think Dwayne was the perfect guy to to work on it because he came from a wrestling family as well. So it just made sense to be interested in their story. Yeah. If it wasn't for Dwayne being in a hotel and watching a documentary, the movie would never have happened because he rang Kevin Misher from Universal Pictures straight away and said, "I've just seen the most amazing documentary, and we need to make it into a movie." And then with that, Stephen Merchant was wrong, Vince McMahon was wrong, um, and everybody, everybody, uh, film four, everybody just put two um, and made it happen. Oh, wow, that, that's amazing. Great stuff. It, it really is. I, I, I haven't been this excited for, you know, for a podcast. And if I, I enjoy what I do, don't get me wrong, but this is by far probably the the best podcast that, that I've done since I've been filling in for Stro and it's because of, of people like you that are calling in and sharing your stories and you know interacting with us, you know, as fans and kind of give us an insight not only to, you know, to your wrestling, you know, career, but you know, your 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 personal side too. And and I, I think that, you know, that is awesome. I you know I can't thank everybody enough, whether they were on here for two minutes or they're here for the whole time. The point is they took time out of their schedule. You could be doing anything else that you wanted to do tonight, but, you know, you're, you're spending oh. some time with us to to talk wrestling and to, you know, and to talk to fans of yeah, wrestling. I've been a fan of wrestling since I was 11 years old. Without the fans, then there's no platform for us. Correct. And then without people like me, there's no platform for the people above me. So it's a tier system, but it's all held up by the fans. The fans support it, and, and without the fans, everybody else's life crumbles. And people have got to realise that if you to let the fans know that there's somebody else behind the character. I mean, Saray Knight is a character. I'm not saying I can't look after myself, but why do I need to? Um, my, my work says my... You know, I, people will describe me as Saray Knight is the character. But, you know, my, I'm Jules. I'm, I'm, um, I'm a mum, a grandmother, a great-grandmother. I'm, I'm a person underneath it all. I just don't take any shit. Um... You know, and and I, I I don't understand why nobody would want to take time to find the fans' point of view because from then you can change your character, you can mold yourself, you can see what's relevant, you can see what's irrelevant, you can work your storylines and your matches to to the peaks and troughs of, of of the fan base, and it's it, it makes life so much easier if people just listen to their fans just a little bit more. I mean, you're always going to get your haters, but sometimes your haters have a point. So so you can't throw away any comments, no matter how much it bruises your ego. Because it just makes you a better all-rounder. And I, I just think everyone should make time out to, to mingle and, and let people know that you're approachable. Because there's nothing worse than a stuck-up fucker who believes their own publicity. No, absolutely. You guys want to hear this story? You're going to love it. We were yeah. at Shimmer. It was, it, was, it was Soraya's first trip over, along with... Page along with Brittany, and they were managed by Rebecca, who was Becky Lynch. Okay, and I happen to know the guys that were running it. Dave Prasak is a very dear friend of ours, and uh, we were in the back. We were coming back from uh, the usual outback smoking trip. Even though I didn't smoke, I went out there to talk. Everybody else went out there to smoke and talk. I went to talk. 
We're coming back in, and who is in the kitchen area but Jules and Paige. And our interaction with each other was a head nod. I, she nodded at me. I nodded at her. show was over. I said, I'd like to introduce you to my promoter. Introduced her to Jimmy Blaze. Next thing you know, we are causing a literal riot in Villa Park, Illinois. And every time I pass by that building, I can't help but smile. That's a great story, man. I love that. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. I, I have nothing but the utmost respect for Dave Frazak and everything he did at Shimmer because I'm going to tell you guys something. Three quarters of the WWE's women's roster, when they started the women's evolution and that whole series in the last five years, three quarters of that roster were Shimmer girls. All the credit's got to be given to Dave Frazak. Dave Prezak, Sarah Del Rey, uh, Allison Danger, they were the ones responsible for the current crop of talent that the WWE is enjoying. Wow. Bailey was a little little fresh-faced rookie named Davina Rose. Now look at her. Yeah. Rebecca Knox was nursing a neck injury and was managing. Now look at her. Wow. But all I'm saying is, you know, like like Jules has said, it's a tier system. And without a guy like Dave Prezak giving giving women the the platform to wrestle and, and not in a a girly show, but wrestle in a legit professional wrestling event over two days was, you know, unheard of at the time. He was in before fact, the movie. Scott came over to, to work for Shimmer. Wow. Wow. Yeah, it, it's it's amazing just how you know how 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 far back it goes, and and just to hear about you know I guess launching off point for for wrestlers, you know, and and kind of where they got their start, and you know I. I think it's awesome, and again, you know, a lot of respect for for what you do each and every night. You know, it certainly isn't for everybody. You know, I can't do it. You know, I was an athlete in high school, but that's about it. You know, and and my my hat's off to you, and thank you for, you know, just doing what you do and continuing to do what you do, not only, you know, know, for as long as you've done it, but with the same passion that you have and the same dedication and – and they said kind of keeping it old school because that's what I miss, you know, in today's product, yeah. the, the, the old school feel and the old school respect, you know, that, that you know, the younger guys had, you know, or I shouldn't say the younger wrestlers had for, for the older wrestlers. There was, a, there was always, a, a, you know, an air of respect there and, you know, paying your dues and, you know, and, and you know, crawling your way up the ladder and, and making it. And, you know, I – you know, th- you know. Thank you for you know all your memories and you know everything that you've done and and you continue to make memories right. and I'm sure you're going to make you know more memories you know tomorrow mm-hmm. night. No, I no, absolutely, guys. Thank you. I can't wait to see what the memories hey. are going to be Saturday morning. 
<laughs> oh, okay, I, I, I give you a memory that ain't going to happen, that uh, I'm going to show up and get in Chad's face and challenge him to a wrestling match next time when he has one. Think about that hey, Rick, one. Hey, tell you what, brother. Anytime you want to come to a WAW North America show, you got a top front row seat, pal. Okay. <laughs> That means, that means when I see you, I could jump over the barriers and, and uh, get face-to-face -face with you, right? Now, you jump the barrier, I'm going to beat the snot out of you. Just let you know. Or it's the right and, and, and I heard that. And I heard that you're looking for security. You never know. I might be one of the security guys there. No, no. <laughs> no. I can use all the security kids, bro. I have no fear. I'm the security I'm guy. The I'm, I'm the security guy. I'm the about the amazing velvet. He's the guy to worry about, not me. Oh, okay. He might give you the biggest. I just have to watch out for the Queen of England of wrestling right there sitting right next to you. So right well, I'm gonna tell you what I I'm gonna tell you what I told the fans ten years ago. Do not piss her off. I cannot control her. I only control her bookings. I know, I know, I know that. I, I know nice. that. I've seen her in person. I know how she is. Okay. That's the shimmer that got his knee locked in the guardrail. What happened? I, I, I got that part on real on Facebook, you know. I got her. And, and she walked away Steve, from me. Chaz, one last Steve, question. I heard that uh, Marty Jones and Terry Rudge was the best match ever from William Regal. Uh, any thoughts on Marty Jones and Terry Rudge? I, I mentioned Marty earlier, but any thoughts on Terry yeah, Rudge or uh, any stories of Marty Jones? Well, I, I called the end of Terry Rudge's career. I mean, Marty, Marty was, was an, an intense wrestler. You've got to remember, he was the last wrestler to wrestle at the Wall Alpha Hall. You know, uh, he, was, he was an amazing. I mean, I've got my, my heroes of the old school and people that used to completely infatuate me with their style, which then progressed my pattern of wrestling because I'm, I'm actually a tech submission. Um, so my heroes, I mean, Marty was one of them, Terry Rudge, another. Uh, the Petit Prince, um, Johnny Sane, um, oh my God, uh, Tony Sinclair, yeah, Danny Collins. Um, I've, I've got many heroes in, in the game, uh, but those two boys really knew how to how to take submission, which is the style that I love and I'm more passionate about than any other form of wrestling. I'm known for the violence, but I'm actually um, I'm quite astute in the in the old school take submission style. Yeah, so I love going back and watching. When uh, Soraya captured the Shimmer title, she gets cheerleader Melissa and I never heard somebody scream so loud being caught in a lotus hold as I did that night when Melissa got caught in that hold <laughs> for anybody that's unaware of what a lotus hold is it's basically you've got your opponent sitting in front of you with their arms outstretched behind them and your legs are locked over their arms in a full Nelson. That's a lowest hold. And if, unless you can slip it or lay it to the side, you're not getting out of it. 
Why well, I gotta find that after. Smash is out on YouTube. You'll find it. Nice. I have a quest to find the shimmer. On the very first wrestle on their DVD, the viewer discretion was advised. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm -hmm. That was the first one. <laughs> the viewer started the first... <laughs> yeah, that, that's a great thing to say. Yep. I, ha I, I took it from... where they have to actually mark down my matches. Let's do it. Special guidance. <laughs> Wow. Uh, mm -hmm. Billy uh, Robinson. Billy Robinson was my coach this year, so I appreciate your time and, and answering the questions. Billy well. Robinson, what was it? Yeah, yeah. But I got I to gotta tell you guys something. Though. If you really want to go back and take a look at somebody that the casual fan may or may not know, go look at Tony <laughs> Sinclair stuff. <laughs> Nine years unbeaten as the British heavyweight champion. Tony Sinclair was the, a stud. The thing is, what you have to remember. In the old days, it was one belt for, for, for it's like it was one belt across everywhere. So the tag belt was across across the board. The well, the, the heavyweight was across the board. The lightweight, like, it was one belt for the whole of the United Kingdom. And it wasn't until later on in the 90s, where other federations were popping up and making their own championships up, that the legitimacy went out of the out of the belt system. But we at WAW have all of the old school belts. We've still got the belt that Marty Jones won at the Royal Albert Hall when he became the world heavyweight, legit world heavyweight champion. So we have that um, at the WAW back at HQ. Wow. I got, I got another question, okay? Right, did you go. ever wrestle, did you ever wrestle Nikki Cross back in the day? Um, absolutely, I wrestled Nikki many times. I gave her her debut match. Okay. I was very she wrestled, and it was up in Scotland, in an England versus Scotland showdown, and Nikki had never wrestled um, professionally, she'd just come out of training, and I was her first match, and I also believe I might have been her last match, but my match with her at a different promotion in England was the one that she used to get to E, uh, get to, not the WE, um, Shimmer. Yeah. So, and she's um, super into She's super intelligent I'm, as well. I'm, she got her degree recently. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I've wrestled Nikki more than two handfuls of times. Okay. To be honest, I've wrestled girls in the top place. I've wrestled girls with them. Wow. Nikki Cross. I like when she goes wild in the ring, you know? Nikki Cross is a very... Um, She's very good technical submission wrestler as well. She's, she's a good all-rounder. But she's an entertainer and she loves to entertain people. And that's where she, I think, is at her strongest. Is when she's just allowed to be her. Because she's an effective mm -hmm. fucker. She's... <laughs> and she's just running... To me, to me, Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross looks like... Story Come about on. Nikki. My wife's going to make a run and tell you a story about Nikki Cross. When she was Nikki Storm at Shimmer Glidon, she was out. My husband is in love with her. He stared at her and didn't take his eyes off of her for an entire show. We made fun of him for a uh, month on that. <laughs> that was me at NXT. Right. Of course, that was before I was married, though. To, to, me, to me, Nikki Cross is 
is a character like George Animal Steel, just run around and do anything they want. Yeah, but she's easier on the eyes than George Animal right. Steel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Fiona's one of the most versatile people. Sue Young. Yep. Sue Young's awesome. You two nearly killed each other. Yeah, Sue Young is one of the most versatile wrestlers out there. I mean, she's the only woman that, that, that's done triple gimmick and got them all over at Impact. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, that's what the, the Dead Bride gimmick was just tremendous. Yeah, she's done um, the... Um, Sue as well, didn't she? Yeah, she did Sue. She did the Dead Bride gimmick. All good stuff. You know, and again, you got to take a look at. Um, there was a young girl that I had the pleasure of being involved in her second match ever, and she was a pudgy little thing back then, and greener than goose crap, and didn't know how to cut a promo, didn't know what she was doing. And she goes out to Japan, comes back three months later. She had shimmered it and recognized her. She dropped forty pounds turn into a wrestler, and uh, that was Sarah Logan. And I was, I was oh, lucky wow. to be managing in Sarah oh, Logan's yeah. second match ever. She worked a triple threat against ODB and Tracy Brooks, and they educated her, but good. <laughs> wow. I forgot Next about her you know, for a minute. Back. Wow. Next thing you know, she comes back from Japan, lands at Shimmer as Crazy Mary Dobson, and she could actually work. That's a small world. Wow. Let me tell you something. The six degrees of separation in wrestling is smaller (laughs) than you think it is. No, absolutely. And and that just shows you just how kind of tight, you know, the the community is or the, you know, for lack of better words, the brotherhood is, you know, in in that sport where, you know, it is is so tight, you know, and, you know, there is, like you said, a a lot of interconnection between a lot of different, wrestlers and you know where they where they got their training from and who whose paths have crossed you know whether they're it's just amazing to me it really is yeah it's that way for the majority i mean there's still a couple of stragglers aside that have their head up their own ass but you know that's not wrestling right there are certain people that just go through life with their head up their own ass and that's you know it's always going to be that way it doesn't matter what walk of life they're in and, you know, whatever. You I mean, take yeah, that with a grain of salt and go from there. Right, absolutely, yeah. And you have that in any any profession out there, you have those people. But, yeah, it is. And, you know, it's, you know, I, I really, ha- you know, this is probably, Taz, probably the, the least amount of talking you have, I have done on a podcast. And I'm, I'm really having a great time. I'm not saying that it's negative, but, you know, everybody has kind of carried the show tonight and, and made it a great show. Um, you know, I'm, you know, I'm excited for it. I, you know, I'm, I'm happy it happened. You know, and again, thanks for everybody that, that called in. You know, we really are having you know a good time, and I hope those that are listening, you know, are enjoying it just as much as as we are. You know, being able to do this for you, I, I think it's a great time. Oh, and, absolutely. You know, I, and we're a half mm-hmm. hour over time. Yeah, I, I love it. I think blog yeah, talk. Yeah. Is yeah, so yeah, it, but it's been great. I mean, it's it's been awesome, and yeah, you know, I, I think we, you know, we we should kind of wrap things up as much as I want to. We've probably gone for a couple of more hours, but you know, I, I oh, think absolutely. we're going to, you know, get cut off. But you know, I am territory with the deep dives. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. But anyway, and, guys. But, uh, as far as as far 
far as shout-outs are concerned, I want to give a big shout-out to the man that created WAW, Ricky Knight. Without Ricky Knight and the family creating the World Association of Wrestling, this event doesn't happen. I mean, again, there's no mistake about it. You know, the brand is going to the brand is going to continue in the United States as WAW North America, but it is the World Association of Wrestling, and I. I've told people up and down, and I'll do this to my dying day. There's nothing I wouldn't do for the Knights. This is not an indie show. I mean, I've told talent flat out. I, you know, I know we're troublemakers that never did the job the right way in other promotions. I can't use you. I'm not going to book you because I'm not going to have the name of WAW tarnished by anybody. And that's just a shoot. Yeah, absolutely. Looking forward to tomorrow night. Again, to accommodate people that can't make it in person, the show will be filmed, edited, announced, and distributed through WAW's on-demand streaming. What's uh, what's Zach up to? Um, Zach's doing exceptionally well at the moment. And I think he's done something like 25 countries since January already. Yes. Um, awesome. He's he's working his ass off, and there's no other way to put it. He's he's putting his his body and his mind where he's where he's Um, you know, he's worked the past two years. I've never seen anybody so focused uh, to get to their dream, and and this is going to be his final push. But I do suggest you just watch the news, um, because. You never know what happens in my family. It, we're, we're, we're very newsworthy. <laughs> it's coming. I'd love, to, I'd love, to, I'd love to see Zach versus, I'd love to see Zach versus Finley Jr. David Finley, right now, he's on a hot streak. So, my hope. Well, I'm gonna um, tell you guys something. Looking forward to seeing what you guys are. You guys are on the lookout to see the hottest young wrestler in wrestling right now. Get on YouTube and look up Ricky Knight Jr. The kid's got it. He's the hottest thing going in the UK right now. Awesome. Wow. So, so Chaz, one more time, where, if, if we still wanted to buy tickets, where can I get a ticket to your show tomorrow night? Tickets are available on eventbrite.com up until 12 noon central time tomorrow. There will also be a limited number of tickets available at the door, and unlike a lot of promotions, we are not going to raise our prices at the door. So the ticket prices will still remain $50 for meet-and-greet VIP tickets, 25 for ringside, which would be rows 5 through 8, and $15 for general admission. Wow. What a, I mean, and again, what, you know, a better bargain going today for any show, you know, that you want to take in. I think it's a great show. You'll get a, a lot of bang for your buck. You will be thoroughly entertained. You won't be disappointed. And, again, nope. if you're in the Chicago area, you know, get yourself out to the show, have a good time, you know, and, and support WAW and, and, and all that they do. Um, but, you know, um, anybody else got any shout-outs or, or anything before we kind of wrap this I thing up? I got a big one. I got a big one, all right? Let's shout-out to the show. You know, pray for him. Make, it, make him come back, you know, for the return. And WAW, but I'm going to say it one time, one time only. Your new woman champion of WAW is 
Soraya! Nein. Brother, I'm That's WWE Women's Champion. It's going to be Wrestling Alliance. You got it, baby. Um, if anybody wants there to check out WWE, the website is www.uk.com. Appreciate it. Well, thank you. Yeah, Soraya, thank you for your time. You know, Chaz, thank you for kind of getting this together for us. And, you know, what you know, what a great show it's been. Yeah, I, I can't thank everybody up. And, you know, you're, you're welcome back. You know, as long as Chaz and I are here anytime, you know, you're available to call in just to say hi or give us an update or if you, you know, you know have a show you want to promote, you know, give us a call. You know, we'll be happy to have you. And and do what we can to, you know, to kind of promote your business. You know, that, that's kind of what we're here for. Thank you. I think that's part of the platform yep. no, that we need, you know. It. As we as a, as, as a podcast, we know. We need, go ahead. I think Chicago definitely knows that WAW is in town. Oh, yeah. Well, that's fantastic. Oh, yeah. That is fantastic. And, and put that's it this awesome. way, Shariah. Shariah, if you're ever here in Jersey, well, you, you, you got a place to stay right here. And my place, okay? Well, you thank can stay you very here. much for the offer, my man. I really appreciate me? that. I got to stay at the right down the street. You too, Chaz. Don't worry about it. <laughs> hey, you're <laughs> a manager. You got to come with her. Add up, boy. I appreciate, appreciate the it. offer, my man. <laughs> thank you. Well, thank you, guys. It's been a great night. appreciate everybody you're that welcome. called in. Thank you for your time. You know, everybody have a, have a great night. And don't forget, we'll be back here Tuesday night and for um, – in the room with Brady Hicks from 9 to 11 or, or so, and then we'll be right back here a week from tonight, you know, WCW Retro um, starting at 9 o'clock. Again, thanks, guys. Have a great night. Um, I appreciate everybody's help and contribution tonight. All right. Anytime. Anytime. Time. And right. good luck. Good, good luck, Shariah. Thank good you. Luck. Good night. All right, good night, boys. Hey, this is Total Package, Lex Luger. You're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Check out In The Room. Every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are. And we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, didn't get pregnant. I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Yo, this is Jerry Stags of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs, yeah, you get ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts, and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts will include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hick, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Paul Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Ding, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. 
And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter, at VSD Nation. Bill After has been in the pro wrestling business for over 50 years. Hey, Tony here with uh, Arn Anderson. Arn, first of all, your height and weight. 6'1", 255. And now subscribers to VOC Nation Premium get exclusive access to Bill After's archived audio footage. And uh, where's your hometown? Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay, and uh, give us something about your back. First of all, your relationship to Ole Anderson. Ole is my Subscription to VOC Nation Premium starts at just $3 a month and includes commercial-free audio and video versions of our top podcasts. Okay, we're speaking here with uh, the manager of the World Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, Tarzan Tyler and Luke Graham, and he's, uh, he's sort of glowing tonight about a new prospect we haven't heard of yet. And for just $9 a month, Aptor's archives are all yours. Uh, would you tell us who this new prospect well, is? Well, I'll tell you, Bill, I've searched the world, and I finally <laughs> found a true world champion. I finally found... What's your opinion of uh, Ivan Koloff winning the title from Bruno San Martino? Well, I think, uh, I don't know what to say, but I, I want to say one thing. Uh, Bruno was an early champion. Yeah. Hear exclusive interviews with the greatest performers of all time. He's still after, and once again, we're speaking here with Bruno San Martino. Bruno, first of all, how did you and Bruiser lose that title to the Valiant? Well, actually, it was a, a, a very unusual loss, if you want to call it the Did loss. Didn't have anything to do? Well, yes, but the whole thing is that the rules, as I always understood them, was that the title could only be lost by pin or, or submission, which is the same rules as uh, my title, the World War Wrestling Federation. That night, uh, it was... To sign up, it's very simple. Head to premium.vocnation.com or go to patreon.com slash vocnation. VOC Nation takes you behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation radio network. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation.